Man, what's up, everybody? The Gusto Show is back for season two. Man, there's so much stuff going on in the sports world. I had to do it, baby. I the sports world just it's calling me like Pookie from New Jack. Man, first just got to watching this fight here <laughs> with David Morrell. He gave the business to the little um the little Russian guy or whoever he is. Great fight. Knocked him down twice in the fourth. I mean in the twelfth. It was a good fight. The little guy fought a good fight. You could silly sorry homie, I messed up your name, but yeah, him. He fought a good fight, but uh he got tapped up. And shout out on the World Series. Dusty Baker. Good job. Congratulations. I always liked old Dusty. You know what I'm saying? I wish he'd have won us one when he was here. But um, let's get to the real hype of what's going on in the world today. Well, I guess he's always the hype that's going on in the world every day. Mr. Kyrie Irving. This time, and those who listen to my podcast and know me personally, they know... I'm anti-Kyrie everything, except for when he's on the floor and healthy and playing ball. But all this, the world is flat, saging in Boston Arena and all these other weird things. This time, I got to kind of say, I think they just on BSing out to get him, man. Because he wasn't, you know, from what I'm, from my understanding, now, I may be missing something or didn't hear or read, but from what I'm seeing, he saw this so-called, again, I can't call it documentary, documentary is true. He saw this so-called film about the Holocaust, saying the Holocaust wasn't real. I don't agree with that, first and foremost. But what I also noticed, when he finally did talk, he spoke about um, 400 plus years of the black man going through struggle and turmoil, being in slavery and indentured servants. And um, nobody teaches that. Nobody speaks on it. You know, ain't nobody trying to get us no respirations. You know, you know, no offense to any Jewish people, but um, to almost every Jew that I know or see on TV or hear about is rich. Every black person I know is broke. You know, and I'm not, again, I'm not crapping on the Jews. I know y'all went through something and, and it wasn't cool. But when he spoke about the blacks being enslaved and indentured servants and still to this day being shot just because you're black or looking, you know, that this is the world ain't right. <clears throat> but nobody want to nobody embrace him with that. They study Sam, why are you anti Semitic? You know, from what I see from it, all he was saying was, 
everybody, you know, not promoting the thing, but hey, check this out. And maybe we'll have a better insight of what's going on today and we can help each other and we can all be better people. And all get along together and live in this world together and make it where everyone is prosperous. Because real real talk, as rich as the rich are, there's no reason why anyone on this planet should be starving. I don't care if you live in a fifth world country. I don't even know if that exists, but that's how far I'm going with this. Um, there's no reason people should be hungry. There's no reason, you know, this war with Russia and Ukraine, they bogus, man. We police everybody in the world, but then all of a sudden now, I understand they're not part of NATO, but still, we police everything and everybody in the world, but we're going to let Russia run over these cats. I'm just saying, America, Europe, all the big powers in the world, all the rich people in the world, take a look at yourselves, man. You know, and there's some good people doing good. But overall, that's, that's not right. Black men and women and children shouldn't be dying at an alarming rate in America. The things that's going on in Africa with these tyrants shouldn't be going on. The, this Russia thing should be going. Brittany Griner shouldn't be sitting in Russia almost a year for a vape pipe. I understand it was illegal crossing your know, international borders, all that. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, it was a vape stick. It ain't like she actually had a pound of real marijuana in her bag. It was a vape stick. Come on, man. That's a personal. That's, they, yeah. The world ain't right. But anyway, I'm going to get back to it. Basketball season is wicked. L.A. ain't got no shooters. Going to state is losing. Philly, oh, James Hard, man. Y'all know Philly, my people. Philly, my people, man. We just can't get it right. Joel and B, they going to never win a ring, man. I mean, I, I. Man, I love my man Joe. I love all players from Kansas first and foremost, in case you're a new listener. But man, Joe B got to win one. And, I mean, I got to give Philly Brass they love for trying to, you know, put together a squad. And on paper, this looks like the best squad Joel had has had since he's entered the league. And now James Harden out a month. And he even looked good, you know. He looked like he kind of was in shape. And but with that, he was still playing, seems like he was playing Houston basketball instead of winning basketball. It's a simple formula, man. Pass the ball to the big man. Let him do what he do. If he ain't got the shot, he kick it back out to you. You take the shot or make a decision. Who else should take the shot since you're the point guard? Coach on the floor. 
But, yeah, I'm not seeing it. I just hope uh, he has a speedy recovery, comes back 100%, and Philly can put this thing together. I don't understand how professionals make the game so hard. And I'm just a, a cat who played at the Park District League and Church League and in the streets with my friends. Simple run, run, run an easy offense. Well, a player friendly offense like Golden State does, like uh, Sacramento Kings did when they had Vladi and Chris Webber and Bibby and uh, Jason Williams and all them. You know, the Princeton, the Triangle, equal opportunity basketball. It's very simple. Even the pick and roll. Move the ball till somebody is open. The open man shoot. If you miss, you miss. So be it. Go play D. Come back and let's do this again. Move the ball. Find the open man. I don't even care if it's dribble, penetration, and kick. Move the ball. Find the open man. Take the open shot. It, it, it have uh how long basketball been around? Yeah, that many years. It's been working since then. It'll still work now. Especially when you have talent. Your boy Giannis looking good. Oh, man. See, this is, they're killing me. Oh, boy, uh, Adoku, um, Boston's old coach. Ime Adoka. First of all, how you gonna suspend me for having sex with somebody? Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not promoting cheating on your wife or none of that. But if you ask me, I think that's something for Emo, Ime, and Neil Long to work out. The NBA, the team, it ain't nobody else, even if you do find out. So it still ain't your business. Who I'm in the bed with? I don't care if he was in the bed with a dude. It ain't y'all business. This between him and the missus. You know, they, they, they tripping with this, all this political correctness. You know, they're they going too far because now you're in, you you dipping in my personal space. He's a hell of a coach. Uh, actually, I hope he don't get the New Jersey job because I don't trust Kyrie. I wouldn't want the New Jersey job. And I, I, I hate if they don't get a coach because I really want Jock Bond to get the job, Kansas. But I, I would really like him to get that job, but I don't want him to be stuck having to coach Kyrie because Kyrie might end up ruining Jack Vaughn's coaching career because I don't trust Kyrie, period. Period, period, period. I wouldn't want him. I understand he's a he, – matter of fact, Kyrie is a beast, but it's just too, too much, man. I can't deal with you, dude. 
you know, you got to take off the um, Miss Gangs to go to your niece's uh, birthday party when she make three. But let you tell her she make three, three times a year. How you going to use that same story three months later? Did she just turn three, three months ago? I don't like him. I'm sorry. Well, I, don't, I ain't going to say I don't like him. I don't like his, his the way he disrespects the game of basketball. You know, when he went down to the bubble, he was conspiring, you know, ear hustling with cats saying, don't go to the bubble. Man, don't tell me what to do, homie. This is my job. This is my life. You know, this is my my job. And I understand the people who on their own decisions decided, man, I don't want no parts of that. This COVID thing is dangerous. I'm cool. And I also understand the guys who felt like, hey, I'm a basketball player. I have an obligation to my teammates. And I'm going to hoop. That's cool. Each his own. But don't try and lure me away, especially not Kyrie. I mean, even if it was somebody else who's credible, I'd probably say, all right, cool, that's love. You might have a good point. Not this cat. I wouldn't follow him. I wouldn't follow him to a well-lit bar that's known a dark alley. I'm cool. You know, remember, he's the one who said the world is flat. But again, I think they're picking on him with this um, Jew thing. Because he didn't, you know, he did post it, true, facts. But he didn't say, hey, I provoked this. Check out what this guy saying. You know, this is law. No. He felt that it was an interesting read. And he should share it with others. You know, period. To, you know, in, my, in my opinion. To enlighten people. Just like a lot of our young kids today. Especially our young black children. Because we raised them to be aware of everything all the time. Don't talk back to the police. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't put yourself in a situation. Because I, my kids are grown. And they're, they're not no troublemakers. But I worry about my kids every day when they leave home. And I'm not scared of the people in the neighborhood. Even though my neighborhood is not perfect. It's a lot of crime going on in my neighborhood. But I trust my kids better with the criminals in the neighborhood than I do with the people who are supposed to be protecting my neighborhood. The law. I worry about my kids all the time. Because I'm scared. 52-year-old man, scared of the police and what he they may do to me or one of my family members. That's real talk as a black man in America. 
You know what I'm saying? I ain't mean to get all political on y'all because it's supposed to be about sports. But, um, the Bulls, we're looking good. Man, Lonzo Ball still down. The cat been down since December. Man, we need that brother. We need him back. Because we look good. The great pickups. I like um, what Drummond has been doing. And I like what um, Dragons has been doing. And I'm really happy we have Drummond. So now we don't have to pay. I mean pay. We don't have to play Vucevic 35 minutes a night. You know. You know, Andre Drummond going there and have a beast day. We can cut Vooch of his minutes. Not saying he's not productive offensively, but it's like he, in my mind, he doesn't even care defensively. And he doesn't even understand the concept of defensive basketball. So with a real, well, I say a backup big man, who can spell him and get some minutes in? I'm happy. Bulls making moves. They doing their thing, but we gotta get ball back and um. We gonna have to put together a trade sooner or later. You know, um, of course, no Zach Levine, no Demar Derozan. Maybe we can give a Vucevic, but we really need a shooter in that starting lineup. I mean, a real shooter. I'm talking about 45% for three type guy. Or well, maybe 43, whatever we can find. But we, we, we really need a real shooter from beyond the arc. Because uh, I love DeRozan. He got the illest mid-range game in the league. Remind me of Jerry Stackhouse. You know, catches the man, how Jerry Stackhouse average 25, 26 points a game. Cause he hit the open jumper, he drove to the cup, and if he drove to the cup and you fouled him, he made his free throws. 15 to 15, 14 to 13. Every night Jerry Stackhouse free throw line was lovely. Basic basketball, kids. You learn how to shoot free throws and be aggressive, you can make it in the NBA. You don't even have to really be a good scorer. Just by going to the cup and making your open mid-range shots will make you a very serviceable NBA player. Look at DeRozan. Well, not well. He's good, so I can't say it like that. But I mean, look how easy it is for DeRozan. He don't shoot a lot of threes. He drop you off with them twos. He attacks the basket. If you don't make the layup, he gets fouled. But he makes the free throws. Got to make them free throws, boys and girls. Everybody want to be Cole. Everybody want to be Steph Curry. No. Make your free throws. You're going places.
Well, um, let's see. My Bears. Let me get on my Bears. They they really had me going for a minute. You know, I was really nervous. I'm still nervous, but Justin Fields looked like trash. But I was happy. I noticed by like week three that the coach staff. I'm not even gonna say they're great, but at least they know what they want to do. They know what they're trying to do. The players know what the coaches want them to do, and they know what the assignments are. So they do seem well coached, first and foremost. And I appreciate that because it's been tragic here in Chicago. I damn near feel like we the Detroit Lions. But um, with these trades, oh, oh, man. They messed me up with these trades. They got rid of um, Quinn. Then a week later, we got rid of Roquan. And I was like, my God, what are they doing? And my boy kept saying, that's all right. Slow down. They got to be doing something in the works. And then my dad said, well, maybe it'll work out next year. Maybe they dump a salary. They don't want to pay. Um, dang. 58. They don't want to pay him for next year. Roquan. Yeah, they don't want to pay Smith. And then Quinn. He isn't having the season that he had last year. But he's also a high-priced player. So my dad was saying maybe they clean space for next year. My boy said they got to be up to something. It doesn't make sense to get rid of your two best defenders. And all you're getting back is fourth and fifth round picks. And they went and got to got the receiver Chase, uh, what Chase Daniels I think he is. Uh, I'm not very familiar with him, but um, you know I'm, I'm, I watch ESPN and Dave faithfully, and um, they were saying you know the cat has speed and he got good hands and he's a decent. Number one receiver. So even if he's not really the answer, I see them trying to help Justin Fields because I love Daryl Mooney, but Daryl Mooney is not a number one receiver. Daryl Mooney is a slot guy. Chase extends the field, allegedly. So that's what we need. They're giving Justin Fields some weapons. And as the season has gone, I definitely see improvement in Justin Fields' game. You know, we running like a beast. You know, Montgomery and Herbert, man, ain't no stopping us now. Well, let me stop that. Ain't no stopping us in a few years. If everything falls into play, everybody develops and we get better. But I, I do see improvement, so at least, like, because by, like, week three, week four, I was like, um. Oh. Matter of fact, I think it was one game I didn't even wake up for. I got up about 11.30. I'm like, oh, man, the game getting ready to call. Let me get up. I'm like, uh. 
We gonna lose, so I like turn my TV to the channel, and I laid back down and went to sleep. I woke up at about halftime and watched it, and of course we lost. But real talk, I see improvement. Justin Fields is definitely in his playbook, doing his work, trying to make it happen. The running game is very solid. Cooling the fan. They got this other receiver. So, you know, I don't expect immediate results tomorrow. I don't even know if he's going to play. But he probably will. He's been here since, like, Tuesday or Wednesday. But, um, it looks prosperous, you know, and not, like, going to the playoffs prosperous. But at least I see improvement. You know, and I I, I started thinking about it with them giving away Roquan and Quinn. You know, our defense ain't like number one or nothing like that. But I see the effort, you know, and I see cats making plays. We give them some plays too, but I see cats making plays. So maybe all's not lost. So, um,. Go Bears, I guess. But um, next time, I'm coming in much better prepared. Because right now, I just had to throw this one in the air. I couldn't take it anymore. I've been away too long. It's driving me crazy. And I just had so much to talk about, especially after watching this fight. I just had to get out here, give the people some funk, man. Letting y'all know I'm still out here. I'm still trying to do this. I'm still improving and working on myself. But I'm going to go to the lab and put together something real nice, you know, for next week, y'all. Um, so, please, keep listening. Stay in tune. Keep messing with your boy, Gusto. Because Gusto's show ain't going nowhere. You guys stay breezy. God be with you. I'm out.